Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three, two, one. When I'm working out, I love to listen to your podcast. Whenever you say something... Other people react to it. Taking my breath away, Aaron. Fern Lundquist joins me. Hall of Famer Jim Calhoun. NASCAR icon Dale Earnhardt Jr. Kirk Herbstreet is on the phone. Here. Welcome in, everybody. Episode 750 of the podcast. It's Swimming America. The Air Tour Sports Podcast presented by Bedford Sportsbook. It is Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. People. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody is having a great day. And go ahead and call me Peyton Manning because I just called myself an audible baby. Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. Okay, here's what's going on. Let me explain what is going on on today's show. So when I wrapped Tuesday's post-Memorial Day show, I said no new show until Thursday because Wednesday night at midnight Eastern is the NBA draft deadline. It's when all the players have to remove their names from the draft if they want to be eligible for college basketball next season. And so I said, we'll do a new show on, on Thursday reacting to that. Who's coming back, who's going, what it means for college hoops. Just one problem. Tuesday kind of turned into a crazy day in college hoops. And so we're going to do a very short bonus episode. Cause I figured let's do an episode Wednesday. Let's break this thing up rather than trying to jam pack like 30 things into a Thursday show. So what we're going to do today, we're going to talk Caleb Love to Arizona. That is big. Your parents and your grandparents had the summer of love in 1969. We're the spring of love here in 2023 because it has been all Caleb Love all the time, but it has come to a close. What does it mean for him in Arizona? We discussed that. Then from there, we'll take a quick break and listen. I know the portal stuff is getting a little bit exhausting at this point, but with the NBA draft deadline, there is some real news. Cam Spencer, transfer from Rutgers. He's down to four schools. What does it mean? Tyler Burton, a new name you need to know in the portal, and there might already be a leader. And also, Grant Nelson from North Dakota State. What is his status? So we have two quick segments. It's a much shorter show, but I think it's an important show. And again, rather than spending 45, 50, 60, 75 minutes on a loaded, overbloated Thursday show. We're going to do a short show today and then come back tomorrow to break down the NBA draft deadline. So what I want to do, take a quick break, shout out our sponsor, Betfred Sportsbook and the Betfred Sportsbook app, and we're going to come back and we're going to jump right into it. Caleb Love 
is headed to Arizona. All right, we'll get back to the show in a minute. But before we do, I want to welcome back our presenting sponsor, Betfred Sportsbook in the Betfred Sportsbook app. The NBA playoffs are here and nobody has you covered quite like Betfred. By now, you know Betfred's story. Started in 1967 in the UK, over 1,200 shops in the UK. They have since come to the United States and made a major splash. They are not only the presenting sponsor of the Aaron Torres podcast and all things Aaron Torres media, but also the Cincinnati Bengals, the Colorado Rockies, the Denver Broncos. And what I love about Betfred Sportsbook is that nobody takes care of their customers quite like Betfred. You've seen the Betfred Sportsbook suite at Bengals games. It is hopping. We have sent listeners of this show to Denver Broncos VIP tailgates. Betfred betters have thrown out first pitches at Colorado Rockies games. Again, nobody takes care of you like Betfred Sportsbook does. And here is what they are doing for the NBA playoffs. How about this for a deal? Bet $50 on any game, all playoffs long, get up to $1,111 in free bets. Here's how it works. Download the Betfred Sportsbook app. Bet $50 on any game. You automatically get $111 in free bets. But beyond that, here is what else Betfred does for you. They're going to give you up to $200 in insurance for the first five weeks that you're a Betfred customer. So maybe you make a bad pick. We all do. We've all been there. Trust me. You followed my picks in March Madness. It happens. So you bet $200. Doesn't work out. Get $200 insurance for the first five weeks that you are a Betfred customer equating up to $1,111 in free bets thanks to Betfred. Again, nobody takes care of you like Betfred does. Love working with them. They are the presenting sponsor of the Aaron Torres pod. Tell them Torres sent you. Download the Betfred Sportsbook app right now. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody. Hi, back. Good to be back. Good to be back. Do want to switch gears, uh, and I want to follow up on a story that we have talked about quite a bit, certainly over the last couple weeks, but really it's a story of the entire spring, and that is the status of Caleb Love, okay? So, so you know, our parents and our grandparents had the summer of love. That was, uh, I think, 1969. We have the spring of love. That's 2023 because it has been an adventurous couple months for Caleb Love. By now, we all know the story. Um, you know, was at North Carolina final four, all that this year just did not work out. And after the season announces that he's going to transfer, did quite a bit on that topic in April and late March when he officially announced he was leaving Carolina. Then he commits to Michigan. Then Michigan won't let him into school. 
And over the last couple weeks, uh, he has been back in the portal trying to figure out his next step. Now, late last week, right before the holiday, we did get a report from Eric Bossy that we talked about very briefly. The idea that three schools had seemed to emerge uh, for Caleb Love services. That was Arizona, Texas, and Gonzaga. Now, Eric Bossy, recruiting guy, really good at what he does. But even that report was kind of like, you didn't really know what to make of it because he even admitted, you know, it's kind of a slow period and it's a dead period and schools can't reach out. So you don't know. Are those three serious? Is somebody else going to get in the mix? What is the timetable on all this? Well, the timetable was a lot shorter than we were expected because coming out of the holiday weekend, we now have a an announcement and a decision and a final verdict, we think, on Caleb Love. That is right. The spring of love is officially over. That is because on Tuesday, for the second time this offseason, Caleb Love made a commitment to, drumroll please, Caleb Love is headed to the University of Arizona. And let me just say this, okay? Let me just say this. Uh, There is not very much in sports that surprises me very much anymore, and especially in this portal world. You know, usually when something big is going to happen, you kind of have a feel a day or two before that good news might be coming or that this guy might be going there or this guy might be entering the portal. I bring it up to say I'm genuinely, genuinely shocked that Caleb Love and Arizona are the fit and that Caleb Love is ultimately going to Tucson. And let me explain why. And it's not an anti-Caleb Love thing, and it's not an anti-Arizona thing, but it real really boils down to what I talked about last week when the report from Eric Bossy came out. What I said at the time was, listen, I really like Tommy Lloyd, really like what he's done, but you look at the pieces that Arizona has, I don't know that Caleb Love is the perfect fit. You have your on-ball point guard, if you will. Now, I know Tommy Lloyd's system. There's not like a point guard. It's not 1984 anymore. You have multiple ball hitters, all that stuff. But you assume Kylan Boswell as a true sophomore, one of the youngest players in college basketball last year. You assume that Kylan Boswell in 2023-2024 is going to be your starting point guard. But then also, a few weeks ago, you added Jaden Bradley. Former McDonald's All-American, about six foot three, super quick, super good with the ball, great at attacking the rim, but not a great three-point shooter. 31% as a freshman at Alabama last year. Well, let me ask you a question. Have I told you six two, six three, six four, not a great three-point shooter, great at attacking the rim? Who does that kind of sound like? I said it was Jaden Bradley, but that also kind of sounds like Caleb Love. And so that's just why. I didn't necessarily believe the fit three smaller guards. So that's could be a liability defensively. Two of them aren't great three point shooters. And let's be blunt. I don't think any of those guys are coming off the bench. Kylan Boswell, he was given the keys when Kirk Carissa left this team. On top of that, you have Caleb Love, Jaden Bradley. They didn't transfer to come off the bench somewhere. So all three are going to play. All three are probably going to start. And I didn't love the fit at first glance. What I can tell you though, is that as time has gone on, as I've thought about it a little bit more, I'm here to tell you, I think I like this fit more than I was expecting, and it might not even necessarily be for the reasons that you think. First off, one of the reasons I like it, to me, it feels very obvious. I don't think Tommy Lloyd makes this decision to recruit Caleb Love. I believe Caleb Love came in for a visit over the weekend. I couldn't be mistaken on that. I don't believe he recruits him, brings him in for a visit, and ultimately takes a commitment without the sign-off of the other two, Boswell and uh, Bradley. 
Boswell, I actually saw on Instagram, kind of did the welcome to Tucson, baby. Let's run this thing uh, post on Instagram. So Boswell is clearly signed off. And I don't think you you recruit Caleb Love if it's going to upset Jaden Bradley because the worst case scenario is you piss the guy off, he re-enters the portal, and then you might end up with neither of them. So on the one hand, my hunch is both of those guys not only knew, but were accepting and happy to bring Caleb Love into the fold. And I'll also say this. I do wonder if there's probably some understanding from Caleb Love, like, I got to get this right and I got to fall in line here. Because that's the thing with Caleb Love, right? At his absolute best, we have seen him. He's one of the most dynamic guards in college basketball. 30 points in a Sweet 16 win two years ago, ironically over Arizona's biggest rival, UCLA. Uh, Later on in the tournament, oh, I don't know, 28 points to eliminate Coach K and send him into retirement in the 2022 Final Four in New Orleans. And so I bring that up to very simply say, at his best, he's awesome. Now, we also saw the worst this year, 29% shooting from three, too many turnovers, bad shots. But my hunch is Tommy Lloyd and his staff probably made it pretty clear, hey, you're going to have to fall in line here, and here's why. It's because a couple things. One, it's kind of his last chance, right? You were a McDonald's All-American. You thought you were going to be a one-and-done at Carolina. Then you have success. Then you come back. Then it's a failure. You're going into your fourth year of college basketball. Going into your fourth year of college basketball, this is your second transfer destination of the offseason. If you don't do what we tell you to do, if you don't fall in line, there's no, like, nobody is giving Caleb Love a fourth or fifth chance. Now, somebody will, in theory, like, he could play another year of college basketball. But at that point, like, nobody's taking you seriously as an NBA prospect, as a pro prospect, as a guy that has a future in big-time basketball. And so my hunch is that Tommy Lloyd probably sat him down and said, look, we want you but it's got to be within the flow in the context of what we do. And so if you're getting some version of a humbled Caleb Love, you know what that says to me? Arizona might have the most dynamic backcourt of college basketball next year. Now, there might be more talented ones, certainly ones that shoot the ball better. But you talk about a backcourt with three guys that I think on any given night can get you 20. Three guys on any given night can just attack the rim, get to the rim, super athletic, super dynamic. Arizona is going to be really fun to watch. And if it clicks, they're going to be really good to watch. And it is worth noting, like this was one thing that that Arizona, I don't know about publicly, but certainly privately, wanted to improve on last year from last year's roster. They liked Kirk Risa, great player, all that. But it was kind of like, Is he athletic enough? Is he really the kind of guy that can get you buckets in big games? We talked about it when Kirk Creasel was in the portal. Great stats overall, but in the biggest games against the best competition, he often struggled. Caleb loves the opposite. Isn't always great every night, but has proven that he can do, he can play his best against the league competition. And again, I think Jaden Bradley is going to be really good as well. Last thought on this commitment. How about our boy, Tommy Lloyd? So I I was thinking about this. I tweeted it. Uh, Our buddy, John Rothstein. I think John's great. John, I'm not saying I'm super close with him, but I like him. We text here and there. John Rothstein says, we sleep in May. Not Tommy Lloyd, baby. Tommy Lloyd is Mr. May. Because you look at this roster coming into the month of May. I'll be blunt. The first month of the offseason, there wasn't much to get excited about. I went back and looked it up. My April 18th top 25 update. Arizona basically fell almost out of the top 25 completely. That was after Kirk Kreese had transferred. That was after their best player, Azulis Tubelis, announced he's going pro and won't come back. And Pella Larson, 
who will probably be the sixth man next year, was testing the NBA draft waters. I bring it up because going into May, there was a lot of consternation with Arizona's program and Arizona's fan base. Well, fast forward to guess what? This is what Tommy Lloyd did in the month of May. Added Jaden Bradley, former McDonald's All-American, who I think is going to be really good at Arizona. Added Keisha Johnson, who we've discussed many times, super athletic, 6'9", two-way player, all that good stuff. Added three international high school players who I believe will be there and create depth in this program for years to come. And oh, by the way, you just added Caleb Love, who at his best is one of the most dynamic players in college basketball. So I can't promise it'll work. I do worry a little bit about the three-point shooting. But you talk about a roster upgrade over the last five or so weeks. Credit to Tommy Lloyd at Arizona, baby, because they have made major moves and they are maybe the most interesting team in college basketball in 2023-2024. By the way, fun fact, you know who Arizona plays November 10th, the first week of the college basketball season? Oh, they play at Duke. So Duke fans, you thought you were getting rid of Caleb Love? Think again, Caleb Love to Cameron Indoor Arena as a member of the Arizona Wildcats. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody. I'm back. Good to be back. Good to be back. Do want to. Switch gears uh, and listen. You know, like I said, I wasn't planning on doing a full episode of the Aaron Torres pod today. But Tuesday became a very busy day in the world of college sports. And I think with the NBA draft deadline on Wednesday, there's going to be so much to react to that it just felt like today was kind of a good day to do an episode and kind of react to everything that happened on Tuesday before we, of course, move on to the NBA draft deadline on Wednesday. With that said, I do want to go ahead and talk about uh, a, a very busy couple days in college basketball's transfer point. I know what you're probably thinking, Torres, you talk too much portal. And I get it, but I told you about 10, 12 days ago, I said, look, there are two things that are going to keep this portal thing going for a couple weeks. One, grad transfers do not have a deadline to enter the portal. For undergrad players, it was May 11th. For grad transfers, they can enter after, 
And so we've had two or three really high-profile grad transfers enter the portal after the deadline of May 11th. And we got some updates on them this weekend. And beyond that, also remember that there were several players that before that May 11th deadline actually put their names in the portal to keep their options open if they wanted to return to college basketball as they tested the NBA draft waters. So we're going to get another wave of guys that are testing the NBA draft waters that are coming back. And really over the Memorial Day weekend into Tuesday, we really got about three or four really interesting nuggets of portal information that I want to go ahead and share with you today. So let's start uh, with one of those grad transfers. Kid by the name of Cam Spencer, a player uh, who who we talked about uh, when he entered the portal last week. He entered it two weeks ago, but we talked about it last week. And we talked about him because it, it was an interesting kind of decision. One, first of all, he's a really good player. 13 points per game, 43% three-point shooting, was Rutgers' leading scorer, uh, a team that basically was on the fringes of the NCAA tournament. They would have been an NCAA tournament team had he come back. And then right in the end of May, decides he's going to leave. And his decision caused quite an uproar in the Rutgers community. Uh, Everybody who kind of covers that school and that athletic department says it was totally NIL-related. I saw one of Rutgers' former players say, uh, you know, that that basically Cam Spencer came to the staff and said, I'm leaving, it's about NIL, and I'm not even going to give you a chance to counter. But it was also an interesting recruitment because he's a really good player, and as soon as he entered the portal, a lot of schools reached out. UConn reached out, Kentucky reached out, Miami reached out, Texas reached out, Georgetown reached out. A lot of really, really, really good schools. Um, And why I'm bringing it up and why I'm discussing is because over the weekend, he cut his list to four. Jeff Goodman reported this right around the start of game seven of the NBA Finals or the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. So it might have gotten a little bit lost in the shuffle. But Cam Spencer is down to four schools and he's going to visit them all. UConn, Miami, UCLA, and Oklahoma. Which I got to say is about the most interesting group of four schools that you could possibly imagine when it comes to a college basketball recruitment. Four different parts of the country, um, you know, different, I think, opinions on NIL, different places where the program is at. UConn's coming off a national championship, Miami off of a Final Four, UCLA a Sweet 16, but but really has kind of a thin roster right now. And Oklahoma has obviously been, frankly, a disaster under Porter Mosier. What I will say about this recruitment, so I called around today, couldn't get anything concrete. My understanding is I think he is going to take all four visits, and I think he's he's seriously considering all of them. But what I do think will be interesting about this recruitment is it's going to be interesting to see because wherever he commits, I do think you're going to kind of get a sense for what he is prioritizing in this recruitment. If it comes down to NIL, I'll be blunt. I don't know that anybody can compete with Miami. One, we know the numbers of what John Ruiz is willing to put out there. $400,000 last year for Nigel Pack. Nigel Pack's back, so another four hundred k. And you look at the other schools. I mean, maybe Oklahoma can, complete, can compete in the NIL space. But I feel pretty confident saying two things. One, I don't get the sense that UCLA can compete in the NIL space. Now, they have wealthy boosters. I, I think their collectives are, are, are kind of a little bit behind. And from the UConn perspective, I don't get the sense that they can compete with major, major, major offers as well. One, we talked about it when Nick Timberlake committed to Kansas. He was a kid that was leaning UConn, ends up at Kansas. A lot of people think it was NIL related. And I'll be honest, I don't even know if it came down to a bidding war, if that's even something Dan Hurley would want. 
because Dan Hurley is the kind of guy like, like, I don't know that he wants a guy coming into a roster with a bunch of players who helped win a national championship that could potentially be making significantly more locker room stuff, whatever. Haven't spoken to Dan Hurley about it, so I don't want to speak for him. But that's why it's interesting. Because if you look at Miami, good program, all that. But if you look at basketball fit, I actually think UConn is a no doubt about it best spot for him. UConn, of course, will see what happens at the NBA draft deadline. But Alex Caravan's coming back off the title team. Donovan Klingon's coming back. Top five recruiting class, top three recruiting class, led by Stefan Castle, kind of another big guard. You expect that Tristan Newton, a starter who scored 19 points in the national championship game, will be back as well as he tests the waters. Um, But the one spot that UConn really has no fit for is kind of that off-ball wing player who can knock down threes. Now, you had Jordan Hawkins last year. He declares he's going pro, and that has been the one thing that UConn seems to have prioritized in the portal and has not figured out yet. So if it's about fit, UConn actually seems like a no-doubt-about-it guy. Cam Spencer, by the way, is from the Baltimore area. Easy drive, easy trip for his parents if they want to come up and see him, his friends, his family, his whatever. But if it's about NIL, it'll be interesting to see if it's Miami or if it's somebody else. Second big piece of portal news. And this is a guy I'm not sure if we talked about on the show. But late last week, a kid named Tyler Burton entered the transfer portal. He is a really good player. Played at Richmond for the last four years. Averaged 19 points per game, seven rebounds per game, 6'7", big forward. He looks bigger on film than than he's listed at 6'7". Kind of reminds me of Michael Porter Jr. from the Denver Nuggets. That lengthy, super athletic, not as good of a shooter. Obviously, if he was as good as Michael Porter Jr., he'd be in the NBA. But he's another player who's testing the NBA draft waters as we speak. And if he decides to come back, it is going to be fascinating. And we're getting increasing information that he very well could come back. One, I saw Adam Zagoria report uh, late last week that he has listed a no contact in the portal. And what that means is this. This is an important piece of information, okay? So when a player enters the portal, you can just go in as a regular dude, regular girl, whatever, you know, for the female sports and all that. Um and you can you can go in and leave your contact information, have every school in America reach out. What you can also do is go in as a no contact, which basically means one of two things. You don't want a million schools reaching out. Or you might have a pretty good idea of where you want to go even before you have entered the portal. And so I bring it up. I'm not accusing anyone of tampering or anything like that. But I saw this piece of information that I thought was very interesting which is that John Rothstein just talked about him with Caleb Love, sent out a tweet on Tuesday afternoon that said this. It said, sources, Villanova has emerged as a potential, a strong potential candidate for Richmond transfer Tyler Burton. Burton is also an early entrant to the 2023 NBA draft, averaged 19 points and seven and a half rebounds per game. Let me just say this. John's really good at what he does. I respect the heck out of him. John is not just going to put out a a rumor that he heard that Villanova could be in the mix. If he doesn't feel like there is a very good chance that if Tyler Burton decides to come back to college basketball, Tyler Burton is going to Villanova. And so I think we have to work under the assumption that if Tyler Burton comes back, it will be Villanova. And a couple things stand out when I hear that. One, what do I always tell you about the portal? What do I always say? 
I say if you are reaching out to a player when he enters the portal, or if you're first making contact with him or his representatives, whether it's an agent, an AAU coach, a high school coach, a parent, or whatever, it's going to be blunt. You're behind. You're just behind. And we can argue and we can debate and we can say it's right. We can say it's wrong. It's the freaking truth, though. If you're waiting to reach out to a player until he enters the portal, you're falling behind. And that's what that reminds me of is that he hasn't even withdrawn from the draft yet. And Villanova has already emerged as a, as a major suitor, not accusing Villanova of anything. I'm just stating it as a fact. Two, if Villanova pulls this off, they got themselves a squad in 23-24. Now, I, I listen, we're going to find out if Kyle Neptune can coach. This year, it did not work out well, um, but he dealt with all sorts of injuries. Justin Moore was coming off a major injury. Cam Whitmore was in and out of the lineup, all that. But you look at what they've done in the portal. Outside of one or two schools, Arkansas, maybe West Virginia, I don't know that there's a bigger winner in the portal than Villanova. They added TJ Bamba, the leading scorer from Washington State, 16 points per game to their backcourt. They added Hakeem Hart, a really good forward from Maryland. They added Lance Ware, kind of that do-everything big guy from Kentucky. You now add Tyler Burton with the guys you got coming back, by the way, Eric Dixon really good, uh, Justin Moore really good for a fifth year. That's a top 20 roster going into college basketball next year. Now, will will it work with, with, with Kyle Neptune? We're going to find out. That is a really good squad, though, and in my opinion, they will be in the top 20 if they get that commitment from Tyler Burton. We'll see if he ends up withdrawing from the draft. But I just get the hunch. If he does, Villanova seems like a very good landing spot. Finally, I'll say this. One player who we know is coming back, guy we've talked about a lot, Grant Nelson. Six foot 11, played the last couple of years at North Dakota State, was a player that really took this NBA draft thing down to the wire, but ultimately did decide to come back. Really good player. Uh, 17 points per game this past year at, at North Dakota State, almost 18 per game, nine rebounds. Super athletic, rim-running big guy. Not a great three-point shooter, something he has to work on. Well, it came out on Tuesday, again, John Rothstein, Jeff Goodman, the usual suspects, that he is, in fact, withdrawing from the NBA draft. And what I would say is, buckle up. This is about to be an intense recruitment. Now, I've said, I've said on the record, if his goal is to be in the NBA, I would probably consider going back to North Dakota State. Everything's going to run through you. You're going to be a star, whatever. But I also don't think it's a stretch to probably say that North Dakota State probably doesn't have the financial resources of the schools that are interested in Grant Nelson, um, interested in Grant Nelson in the portal. I've heard two very interesting names on Grant Nelson. One is the one I have told you about from day one. That is Arkansas. Arkansas, of course, is a school that is very active in the portal, very good uh, in terms of, you know, listen, I think they have a national championship caliber team this coming year. I don't know exactly how Grant Nelson would fit. Trevin Brazil is already there. Uh, all the transfers showed up this weekend. I know there were whispers. I saw some stuff on the internet that maybe some guys weren't going to show up. I'm not here to speculate on that. But what I will say is you add Grant Nelson to this team, that is a really, 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 really good team. So Arkansas is one I've heard on Grant Nelson. I also heard some interesting North Carolina buzz on them. Now, North Carolina has Armando Baker, but he's kind of that true back-to-the-basket center. And the rumor I heard is they want to pair Grant Nelson, kind of six foot eleven, that stretch guy, almost in that Pete Nance, Brady Manic role, to play alongside him. Now, is Grant Nelson good enough, six foot eleven? 
you know, not a great three-point shooter. I don't know. But that is the latest rumor that North Carolina could be in the mix. By the way, I should mention on North Carolina. They actually added a very important piece on Tuesday afternoon as Elliot Cadeau, who was a five-star in the class of 2024, uh, announced he had already committed to North Carolina, but basically made the decision that he was going to reclassify. He is going to play this year. So North Carolina, all of a sudden, we'll, we'll probably do this more on Wednesday when we start talking about rosters. North Carolina, all of a sudden, has got a very interesting roster with all those transfers headlined by Stanford's Harrison Ingram, as well as Armando Baycott's back, uh, RJ Davis is back. And of course, again, uh, Elliot Cadeau has commit has uh, announced he's going to reclassify. And I do think North Carolina is going to add one more forward. They had a five-star kid from 2024 on campus this week. Uh, who could reclassify Grant Nelson in the mix as well. All right. I think that's it from this episode of the Air Tour Sports Podcast. It was a heck of a show. Can't believe that we squeezed in another episode this week. But listen, sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes it's late May and the portal's going crazy and Caleb Love, the spring of love, is going crazy and we got to do a show. So if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please make sure to do so. Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to rate and review the show. Go ahead, give us a quick five stars. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, all that good stuff. Make sure you're following on YouTube. Subscribe to that YouTube channel. Go ahead, subscribe to that YouTube channel, would you? 23K subscribers we're closing in on. And really, that's it. That's it. We'll be back on Wednesday with a new episode again, because that's what I do. Beyond that, we'll be back on Wednesday because it is the NBA draft deadline. We have full reaction. We talked about all the guys that could be staying, could be going on on Tuesday's show, the Oscar Shibways, the Antonio Reeveses, the Andre Jacksons, the Jordan Walshes. So we'll have full reaction there. Time for me to get out of here, but it was a great episode of the Aaron Torres Sports Pod, and I hope everybody is having a great final few hours of May. And I hope you're ready for the NBA draft deadline tonight. Shout out to Torrent Craig. Shout out to Rachel, who hates my voice. Shout out to JJ Reddick, you F-head. Unblock me, bro. I'll be back tomorrow. New episode. Aaron Torres Pop. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.